Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,120. This week we're celebrating the Quail, a motorsport gathering that takes place Friday, August 19th at Quail Lodge and Golf Club. To, to learn more about this iconic event, go to the Peninsula Signature Events.com. I hope to see you there. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Guess where I am today? Guatemala. That's right, Guatemala, with a very special guest by the name of Eduardo Santello. Eduardo, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I am ready, Mark. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. You know, nice morning to have some specialty coffee. We're going to be talking about Dieseldorf Cafe in a moment. But before we get started, I would love for you to share one little thing with our listeners that maybe most people don't know about you, Eduardo. Well, it's actually funny that you say that. I've I, I've been saying this the last couple of weeks. A lot of people don't really know how multiversal we are as people uh-huh. and how we're able to juggle a lot of things uh, that we do. And I pretty much do a lot of things in my life. I'm a filmmaker and I, all, I do this with a little hint of um, common sense. Uh, I got into this world, what we're going to talk about today is just by loving what i do and i think that that for me that's very important loving what you do and very being very being very very particular what you do and how you do it that makes a whole of a difference and i think now that we're talking about cars and we're talking about uh the motorsport world uh which you're very familiar with we just become so intertwined with so many choices but every brand has its particularities and its specialty and uh, for me that's important so that's a little bit of something people don't know about me yes you are a multifaceted little diamond is the way i would describe you with a lot of facets a lot of sparkles on all different sides i mean yeah you're like me in a sense of juggling a lot of balls a lot of spinning plates on the on the little bars and so forth so yes This will be a a cool conversation today. Uh, Let me give you a proper introduction. Eduardo Santella is the owner of Citric Studios. Citric, very interesting name. We'll learn about that. He has a nice little taste to it. He is a recording engineer, filmmaker, photographer, and musician by day who squeezes in his car motorcycle passion on the side with his restorations and fun out on the road. Citric Studios is a boutique marketing firm specializing in audiovisual content for a variety of interesting clients. Eduardo is also the brand and marketing director for Dieseldorf Cafe, a coffee producer out of Guatemala, and who are proud partners of Peninsula Signature Event Series as their official coffee of The Quail, a motorsports gathering. What an event that is. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsors, so give them a little love. They're the reason we're here, and we'll be right back. You know I've been an advocate for Covercraft products to protect my vehicles for decades. But did you know that they also offer you top quality products for your boats and watercraft? Covercraft puts their quality design, manufacturing, and fabrics into their full cover bimini tops, T-tops, boat lift covers, outboard motor covers, personal watercraft, and accessories. 
Protect your marine toys from damaging UV ray, and you'll get the same high-quality fit and finish you've come to know for your road vehicles for your watercraft. And I've got a great offer for you as well. As usual, use the code ya 21 at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off, and you get some free shipping too. Simply use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you on the road and even on the water. Visit Covercraft.com today. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled or stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance, designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Eduardo, we are back. So I want to talk first about your interesting career because you've tied your passion, as you said, into your career. You're a creative guy, but you do a lot of different things. But you're also a car guy. I know you love motorcycles as well. But let's talk about Citrix Studios. Tell us more about that. Well, I, I went to school in California and uh, as a recording engineer, as a young guy, we all want to become the astronaut the marine <laughs> biologists till we really see the chemistry and the math and you're like, oh no, this is not going to work for me. But my creative side was always very appreciated by my family. My mother uh, at the time, my father had passed away when I was 16. Oh, wow. So really, yeah, it, it was, it was a, it was a very difficult time for the family, but obviously uh, life ha- had to go on. And my mother did an amazing job in in always showing us along with my father that whatever we wanted to do, we were going to be supported. And that's something that I tell everyone that that is probably the best gift that I've been given in life. So that gave me the opportunity to go to my mom. I want to be a recording engineer. So that was like, okay, great. So where do you want to go? And I started looking up and I went to California. I was working right out of school. I was doing my internship, really happy, having a time of my life, regardless of the fact that I actually did not have a car in Los Angeles. So that's hard to get around. <laughs> that is actually pretty funny. I had a 1993 Harley 883 Sportster, okay. which was a pain in the behind, <laughs> had to carry a liter of a liter of oil in the back, and uh, basically came around, studied, finished there, moved to Texas, worked there, country music, all the the country scene, and then I just decided to come back home and to build my recording studio, which then led to photography. Hey, Eduardo, who can do my pictures? Who can do my my art, my album art design website? So I just became a multidisciplinary uh, production studio that that's where Citric came to, to fruition. 
Sounds like fun. Very cool. Now, I know you also love cars, and we're going to talk about your passion for cars, specific cars, and so forth. But I also want to talk about your brand ambassador for Dieseldorf Cafe, which is a coffee out of Guatemala. Uh, Guatemala has been producing coffee for a long time. And you told me in our pre-show chat some interesting things about Guatemala I didn't know in relation to coffee. And one is, you know, we think of the old uh, crystals, coffee crystals back in the old day, Nescafe or whatever it was. That was invented in Guatemala. Yeah, it was. It wow. was. It was actually. It was actually uh, formulated in Guatemala. Just to go back to the Diesel of Coffee brand, Carolyn is my wife. We've been together for almost nine years, uh, and for eight point five years, I've I've been helping her build out this amazing brand that her family's been working on for 135 years. Wow, she's fourth generation coffee family. It's a wonderful brand, very special, and. The whole history behind it is is very driven to what we are doing with the quail. And I want to kind of emphasize this because everyone in this world that is currently in the market, and I'm talking consumer products, specialty products, whatever it is, you need to have quality. If you don't have quality, you shouldn't be on the on the scene. But one thing that we, we do have and not a lot of brands have is experience and is uh, legacy. And that's something that we really want to drive down with the Peninsula Hotel Group and the Quail, obviously. And that's where we found this amazing tie between a small boutique Guatemalan coffee company and a world-famous, amazing, very boutique uh, experience at the Quail. And Courtney and all the girls uh, at the Peninsula group and their signature events they've been fascinated with how we work and vice versa we've been fascinated how they work and putting on all those all those things for this amazing week and obviously the rally we we cater the rally more than the actual gathering but it's amazing so yeah the coffee is an important element it's what wakes you up every morning it's what ends your day and we're trying to change the mindset of a lot of the consumers 90 percent of our clients don't drink coffee because they think it's too strong or they think it keeps them up at night. But just like any fine food or beverage, it's how you do it and the quality behind it. That's what makes a huge difference. Oh, absolutely. And, and that you, you answered a little bit of my question about how does a, a Guatemalan company that produces coffee for over 100 years end up at the quail? Because I've been supporting the Quail event. I've been going to that event since it first started. It's one of these very special, unique events. I mean, even getting a ticket is difficult uh, at best. Yes. Uh, and if you get in, you do feel like you're kind of in. But yeah. Dieseldorf is in the Quail. I mean, it's like, how how did this partnership even happen? Well, I want to thank my good friend and partner, Brent Waldman. Yes, he's the one who he's introduced me to he, you. Brent, thank you. Brent is the mastermind and magician behind that opportunity. We were together in a car show in California, in uh, Costa Rica that I was invited to and he was invited to. And through a mutual friend who's one of the most important uh, vintage race gear companies in the world, he, he actually designs and produces helmets uh, and racing gear from the 1940s. His name is Danilo Cotto, which I want to say hi. Hi, Danilo. We joined together and we met in Costa Rica. And he's like, wow, I love this. And Guatemala and in Costa Rica, you know, you guys have to have an amazing scene. And we just became good friends. And I happen to be a customer of Danilo's helmets. Beautiful 
beautiful. But I mean, when I mean beautiful, it's amazing things that he does. He's doing things for Mila Milia. Oh, I'm familiar with his brand. It's uh, yeah. In fact, you introduced me to him. Yeah, Pacto. Yeah, it's the magic of car events, how it brings people together. And I always say it's not the cars, it's the people. And that's really how these relationships are formed. You know, I like to ask my guests about what I call driving inspirations. People who are very inspirational in your life, mentors perhaps, influential people. Is there somebody like that for you that has helped you with your career? I do have a lot of inspirations, Mark, but I, I kind of want to get down to the to the obvious. I, I started with motorcycles. That was my first passion. And when I started that, I was kind of interested in restoring one of my, uh, an old, a vintage bike. Obviously, I did not have the the expertise or the mechanical expertise to do it. But it all comes down to how can I get a good mechanic and someone that can follow through with the restoration process. Restoring a bike or a car or anything that's vintage takes a lot of patience, and that's Probably my best mentor is patience, Mark. Patience and de- and determination and not giving up. It's like looking at an Alfa Romeo. It's like looking at an Alfa Romeo, which is the most amazing car in my perspective. And it just, you know, the, it doesn't start in the morning sometimes. It gets fuzzy in the evenings. She's driving you an experience. So I think that my best mentor, regardless of the wonderful and amazing people I have around me, my best mentor is patience, Mark, especially in this world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a unique answer to that question. I don't think I've ever heard that one. But I understand patience, determination, grit, uh, persistence, all those things that are required, especially when you're entrepreneurial, you're running your own business in the case of you and your your wife and all the different businesses and things. Yeah. Patience. Every once in a while, I've, I've got to do the same for myself. Sit back, take a breath and kind of go, <laughs> Okay. Patience. And, it, and, even the, and even the means, the economic side, the patience to get the, the determination to do something, I think it's a, it's a great way to look at life sometimes. And, and we, we can make things happen. You know, you want to buy that special thing or you want to produce this special show. It, it requires determination and it requires patience to do it well. And, and that's kind of what we cater to do in the coffee and with everything else that we're doing uh, in Guatemala. Just trying to get things right. I want to go back to Dieseldorf for a minute because living here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, in fact, I wasn't even a coffee drinker until I, I met my wife, Jill, and she lived in uh, Argentina for four years and when, when she was in high school. An entirely different culture for her to move from the United States to there at that point in her life and different outlooks on life and things. And one of the things yes. was kids there drank coffee. It's like, okay. So she started drinking coffee and that became kind of a part of her life. And when I met her, I wasn't a coffee drinker. Now I am. When you live in the Pacific Northwest, you become a coffee drinker because it's around you and it kind of fits. And here I am with my, my mug this morning and having a cup of coffee. I'm actually sending you a, a, a gift from, from us here at Dieseldorf. By the end of the show, you'll you'll get a message from FedEx that it's on its way. Well, nice. That's very, I appreciate that very much. And uh, I'll reach out to my followers and let them know how tasty it is. I, I want you to share a little bit more about that coffee, though. And I know that you can go online. You've got a website, uh, Dieseldorf Coffee, uh, 
coffeeandcoffee.com and you can order from you guys. If you could describe, because coffee is one of those unique things. People that are not regular coffee drinkers might go to a big chain or something. We know them up here in the Pacific Northwest and drink and go, okay, this tastes kind of funny or different. I don't know what this is. Or you go to a diner and it's kind of watered down and like, is this really coffee? But I've had the luxury of traveling in Europe a lot and going to different countries and drinking different coffees, especially the ones that stood out for me were in Paris. Some of the press coffees that you would get at fine hotels and restaurants were just like, what is yes. this? It's like so good. Can you d- explain? I know we're, we're all audio here, but explain to our listeners, what is Dieseldorf Cafe all about? Well, Dieseldorf Cafe for, for the family is definitely legacy and, and definitely we strive to do everything with excellence. And that's our, you know, that's our whole point. Going over one, two generations is quite an achievement, but having done it for four generations is pretty outstanding. And I think that our coffees are very peculiar in in trying to make coffee in a very traditional way. Traditionally, I mean producing it the best way possible using the best farmers working in a very inclusive cycle straight from the farm to the cup that you're drinking today for us that's very important there's definitely a world just like wine coffee has different notes if i tell you that our coffees have green apple mango cinnamon brown sugar chocolate dark chocolate notes it's because it truly has characteristics in its growth process and in its roasting process that make it unique. And being consistent with those processes that achieve that type of cup. And I don't, I actually take this seriously, and I know Carolyn does too, but we try to make sure that you'll drink our coffees with these amazing characteristics to them in a normal coffee maker, the same way you can drink it in a Chemex or in a V60. You're probably familiar with the drip coffee methods that obviously enhance even the the least uh, nicer coffees in the world. You really pull out those notes. So coffee is an amazing experience. It definitely joins people together. It can give an amazing experience with a friend, the family reunion, it's in your most amazing moments and it's your most regretful moments and it's in your sad and in your happy moments. It just joins people together. And if you have those notes that just enhance, it's just amazing. So we do take this as, um, I don't like to compare it as wine, but I think that coffee nowadays, especially in the U.S., there's more exotic uh, profiles, taste palettes, uh, I go to the coffee shows with Carolyn every year and we're like tasting coffees that taste like pineapple. And there's just a moment where you're like, wow, like how weird can this get? <laughs> and we, we yeah. still, we really try to stick to the most traditional way of making coffee. And coffee is a very, it's a very difficult process, Mark. And I really want to emphasize that coffee worldwide is, is, is affected by the farmer, the, the small farmer, especially in countries like ours, Vietnam, Africa, a lot of the small traditional farmers can no longer cater to produce coffee because it's no longer uh, 
feasible economically. Uh, and that is a huge issue that a lot of people don't know. And we really try to create a fair trade environment. There's a there's a fair trade uh, certificate, but we actually do fair trade within our own purchase and and uh, and relationships that we have with with the farmers that we work with. And it's just amazing how this whole pandemic and the world economy in general is kind of slowly leading these amazing farmers and traditional uh, farming capabilities of coffee worldwide. And we just try to keep true to supporting them because the economy that we have and the and the type of clients that we cater to uh, allows us to continue. And hopefully for another generation or another two or three generations and continuing to do this. But it's all an equation. At the end of the day, it's all an equation. And the equation of doing things right from when it's farmed to when it's in your cup and you indulging that is, for us, that's, that's our passion, you know, getting that taste palette all the way to the end consumer. Difficult process, growing anything, and especially nowadays with the challenges of cost, supply chain, fuel costs. I mean, it's just everything has gone yeah, uh, was, as if COVID didn't mess up the, the world. It just it just exacerbated everything that's going on. But I love the whole concept of local. Now, people may kind of wait, Mark, you're in the United States, local. But I let, local anywhere in the world where you have this inclusive group of people yes. that are making something, especially generational, that yes. is a, it's a fine craft. And wine is a great correlation, I believe. You know, I've had relationship with, say, uh, Kevin Buck Buckler at Adobe Road Wines. And, you know, they're blending and, and making things and crafting things, the artisan yeah. part. A lot of it comes back to the automobile. You mentioned Alfa Romeo. Wonderful brand. Maybe not as reliable back in the day, but it's a wonderful brand that you just yeah. like Ferrari or uh, Jaguar or Porsche. You fall in love with these things. They're maybe not perfect. Yeah. Well, I just I just want to say, Mark, that for us and and specifically for for Dieseldorf, the best coffee is the one you like. I mean, whenever you grab your coffee and you put Splenda, sugar, and all those milks, whatever you want want to add, uh, I mean, whatever you add to it, hey, yeah. that's what you like. And yes, we do. We do coffee very traditionally, and we expect you to drink it the, the way it should be drunk. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, once you start opening your mind and say, "Okay, I, I drink three pounds of sugar on each uh, on each cup of coffee," and it may, uh, there's people that do that, but maybe maybe you can try something different. And I, I always tell uh, Carolyn and uh, my mother-in-law and say. The day I, I become too much of a coffee technician on the production side, I'm the marketing guy, uh, is the day I will lose the essence of the romantic side of what we do. You know, the, the romantic side. There's there's someone that needs to take care of the production, which is Carolyn's a mastermind at that. And she does an amazing job in keeping the consistency of the quality. But whenever I look at the coffee and I try to explain to you and to everyone that's listening to us, all these exotic experience that you have you got to definitely be romantic about it because you know it's a good product but at the end of the day it's what you like it's the coffee that you like it's the same way it's the wine that you like i mean we all have different tastes well and i think too as our palate changes yes. we need to be 
uh, exploratory and try different things in different ways. Um, my wife's gotten me off using sugar and everything. I used to sweeten everything overload. It's gotten me off that. And, and I've learned now you, you taste the essence Correct. of something so much better without all those additional sugary things or whatever yes. might add to them. So, uh, yeah, it's a process. That's for sure. We're going to take a short break. We come back. We want to talk a little bit about cars and bikes because I know you're into those. So keep your seatbelts on. Have a sip of coffee. Dieseldorf Cafe. We'll be right back. You listeners know that I'm a huge car care fanatic, and my friends at AutoGeek created their Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant for perfectionists like you and me. Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is designed to provide long-lasting protection and a glossy, slick finish that, well, it's unmatched. The use of polymer technology ensures your paint is protected from environmental contaminants, those damaging UV rays, and lasts up to three months long. By providing the glossy look of carnauba wax with the longevity of a synthetic formula, Wolfgang Deep Gloss Paint Sealant is the best of both worlds. Go to autogeek.net to get yours for the best product selection on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARS YEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great Tax. That's why I support the nonprofit Tech Force Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. So, Eduardo, let's talk about a special vehicle story for you. It could be a bike, could be a car, but one kind of vehicle out of your past that really stands out for you. Take us on a fun ride. All right. Well, uh, I started doing enduro off-road and I had a Honda and I was in a wonderful side mountain, a mountain range, uh, little road. And uh, I got to the corner, got really comfortable. Something about motorcycles. Whenever you lose that, that essence of looking at the road and you're just feeling comfortable, you, you kind of relax. Yeah. The, the day that you relax on the bike, 
and you're you're not putting full attention on that. The fact that you're on two wheels, that's the day you'll probably something will go wrong because <laughs> you get too confident. So I was in a corner, and it's just the reason why I'm saying this because I arrived to the corner and it was a dirt road, and the corner just cuts off. I mean, I was expecting a round, nice turn, and it just like boom, shock. So I. I put my my rear brakes, the, the bike swirls, and it actually hits the wall instead of going down the cliff because it was a cliff on the left side. Uh, and, and I said, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to sell it. I told my cousins, which at the time we were doing a lot together, and I said, I'm selling the bike. This is enough. So I started looking at getting back into the world uh, of motorcycles again, and this was around 2009, and I got myself a very unique bike that to this day is my favorite it's a royal enfield oh wow royal enfield is a british it's what it's the oldest running motorcycle company in the world they started off with the military ammunition and equipment for the english army in india and now they're pretty proliferate a pretty important sorry motorcycle brand and it's inexpensive it's a little tank it's a beauty of a design, and they've been doing the same design for over 50 or 60 years now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how I got back in. So back to the car uh, and motorcycle, uh, which is important for me. Probably the most amazing experience I've had is uh, California. I don't know if you – have you ever been to uh, the museum in, um, in the Talbot Museum in, in Monterey? Yes. And yeah. Carmel, yeah. Uh, I want to send out a big shout out to to Rob. Uh, he he did an amazing. He gave us a private tour of his of his uh, museum, and we're walking through this amazing masterpiece of a collection that he's got. And uh, we get to his little shop area, and he's like, "Eduardo, this is my shop. This is where we fix and we kind of cater, give maintenance to the machines, and we put them back into the museum." And I see this 1972. Moto Guzzi Eldorado Police. Nice. That for me, Italian design is amazing. They might not work as expected. But they sure look good. <laughs> they look good. And they kind of, you, you can look at them for ages. Even if it's not running, you'll you'll still feel the passion and the love for it. And uh, he's like, Eduardo, this, you know, this is what I have. And I'm like, wow, do you ever sell anything as well? You know, this is a foundation and we 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 need the finances to continue the collection and i said well is which ones do you have for sale and it's like well that this one right over here is for sale now that the goods is for sale so like, yeah so enough is enough within a, a month's time i i paid him and i said i love it i'm bringing it to guatemala and i actually oh, wow. uh, brought it here and that's a really nice experience for me in terms of the first time in my life that i had bought something outside of guatemala and i purposely brought it for for me here it was amazing and then the most amazing experience in terms of patience and and enthusiasm real enthusiasm is restoring my 1991 alfa romeo 164 quadrifoglio verde okay which is a 12 valve it's the last the last 12 valve of the 164 uh-huh. family it's it's the sedan it's the sports sedan of the alfa romeo competing uh, against the the e series uh, the six or seven series bmw and e series mercedes i love that car even though it's given me so much battles <laughs> yeah but uh, i call her Sof- i call her sophia lauren oh by the way okay 
Because she's beautiful, but she's got an attitude. An attitude, yeah. (laughs) Like dating a supermodel. Yes, and uh, that's been a a passion. Um, But I I really like, I I like unique cars. I like unique things. Um, And I really enjoy what goes behind the design and obviously the motor it's within itself. But I think the design in general and the quail, just going back to the quail experience for me was, wow. I mean, it's a world of, of wonders. I mean, it's, it's amazing. The things that you see at the quail and all these amazing experiences, people you meet. And for us being part of the quail and specifically for the, for the brand is, is opening up these doors of, how coffee can interrelate with these amazing stories and vice versa. And we've made some amazing friends thanks to connections and and, and friends to Quail. It's just an amazing experience and, and just fun, fun. And as you say, even though the circle is difficult to get, get in or to enter that circle, uh, once you're in, it's, uh, it's an amazing experience. I mean, it's really mind-blowing. And how everything comes together. And obviously, Car Week within itself is unique as well. I was going to go look at the BMW event. Yeah, the Legends event. I, I, I love BMWs as well. And I was very looking forward to that. But it was too many people. It was, <laughs> I, I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it past the the third the third uh, uh, street because the, the line was so long. Oh, yeah. it's That's one of the challenges uh, with that. you got to kind of pick your events and attend and stay there. Yeah. That's why the quail is so special. So I'm going to be a, a car psychologist for you today. Crawl into your head a little bit. Okay. If you were reincarnated or bikinated <laughs> as, as a vehicle, what would you be and why? I think I would go with, with any Italian brand. Okay. Specifically because there's uh, there's an importance of appearance. Okay. And I think it goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Patience is passion. If the car starts, you have a big smile on your face. If your car doesn't start, it'll probably start tomorrow. But (laughs) everything is, it's like that really beautiful box of chocolates or or a nice gift on Christmas. You expect the unexpected. And even those, you you remember that first look. And I think that that for me is uh, what an Italian design Regardless of a machine, a motorcycle, or a car, they like to give that awe effect. Right. And and that's part of a lot of international brands, British brands, American brands, they've used Italian craftsmanship and design uh, for many of their projects. And I think it, it just adds that amazing experience. And yes, just to answer your question, I would like or be part of that experience Some kind of, of Italian. Italian vehicle. Yeah, I got it. Now, I always, it's not my heritage because I am Italian. Yes, yeah. Not that. I, ju- I just feel it's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a great book you'd like to share with our listeners today? Wow, books. I would love to share actually more than a book if you, if you let me share a movie. Okay. Probably one of my favorite movies is Cinema Paradiso. I don't know if you've ever seen Cinema Paradiso. No. It's a beautiful movie. It's it's a very interesting movie from the 19, I think it was made in the early 90s. It's by Giuseppe Tornatore, an okay. Italian uh, filmmaker. Uh, Ennio Morricone is the the mastermind behind the, the musical score. A movie for the entire family. It changes the perception of art and many times of war it's during the war that the the story uh, unfolds and it shows us that the beauty no matter what you go through passion and beauty just become uh 
live on regardless of the situations. And it's a beautiful movie. And you should look it up. On, I, I know it's on, on many of the streaming uh, channels, and it's uh, Cinema Paradiso. That's the name of the movie. All right. I will look beautiful that up. Movie. Yeah, not familiar yeah. with that. So I always like to enable my guests to go on what I call the ultimate drive. I'm going to buy you any car in the world today. You can take it anywhere in the world, and you can take anybody with you, even somebody who's passed, which opens up a lot of opportunities. I even had a guest one time that said they'd like to take God with them. That might be interesting for sure. But lots of different opportunities here for you. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you, Eduardo? 911 Carrera 1974, which I had and unfortunately I sold. Okay. Uh, Yes, that would be my ultimate vehicle. Why? Because it's tough enough. It's beautiful enough. It's fast enough. I mean, it's just an amazing machine. Classy. It's so odd that it's beautiful. It's an odd uh, it's an odd beauty of a machine and it's German. It's reliable. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, my listeners know I'm a big, I'm a big Porsche fanatic. And my very first yes. Porsche was a 1974 911. So I, I see, I see the, I see the little, the, the, your little sports. The models uh, there? The models in the well, background. Well, one yeah. of them there, uh, if regular listeners know this, I just sold it. The orange one was an oh, 80. Oh, no. It was an 80. Well, no, it's a, it's a good story because it sold for <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, it's a 1987 Turbo that I had for 13 years, and I called it my orange crush, affectionately. Oh. It was one of only three painted that color at the factory. But the timing was right. I'd kind of done everything I wanted to do for it. The market is crazy right now. People are paying ridiculous sums of money for cars. So it was the timing was good for me. What comes next? I'm not quite sure yet. I'm kind of, I think I'm going to wait out this crazy market because everything is overpriced right now. But uh, that was built by uh, Jake Gunnerson, who was a cameraman on my TV show when I was doing it back in 2019. He built scratch models and he built an exact replica of my car, even has a car jazz sticker on the back window. Wow. Yeah, pretty incredible. What an amazing experience. So back to your ultimate drive, you're in a 74 Carrera. Yes. Where are you going to be driving? I would like to be driving in Russia. Okay, now we're going to a bizarre okay, place. This is really weird. Why Russia? Uh, Russia. <laughs> I think it's it's a super vast experience of a of a landscape. Um, I'm very passionate about Russian uh, history and Russian. I like watches. Uh, by the way, my, I have a fascination for for wristwatches. In my collection, I have a lot of Russian. Uh, Photographs and wow. Russian watches. Okay. And for me, that landscape of the Siberian area, the eastern was the most eastern side of Russia, just the nowhere land of just. You're like the landscape. first guy who wanted to go for a drive in Russia. That's very <laughs> interesting. There's always a first. Yeah. Mark. So, so who first. are you going to be with? Myself. Just yourself. Okay. Yes. And that's very, that's something that I do pretty much. Every week, I, I like to go out and ride. Just even though I take three or four rides around the city, just my me time. And I'm very peculiar about the type of music I listen, depending on the car I'm on. So if I'm on a '70s vehicle, I try to listen to just '70s music, and it's 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 probably uh, very peculiar of myself. I know a lot of people probably do it as well, but yeah, it just makes you feel part of it and takes you back in life. So yeah, that that would be my ultimate drive. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad that I'm the first one to take it to Russia. The first one to go to Russia, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the '70s were when I was in high school, so '70s music always take me back. And I really wanted a Porsche when I was in high school, but couldn't afford one. And my, so my first was that '74, which is 
uh, was the first of many 911s, but I'm a big Porsche fan, as my listeners know. So you've taken us on an interesting ride today. I knew this would be fun. I knew it'd be interesting. Brent said you were going to make a great guest, so thank you, Brent. Uh, if any of you missed my talk with Brent uh, Waldman, you can find his show back on the Cars Yeah website. So before I let you go today, could you share some words of inspiration, wisdom, a mantra, success quote of some kind with our listeners? I think that uh, going back to what I what I said at the beginning, um, you know, have a lot of dedication to what you do, no, regardless of who is listening to us today. If I can, if one word that we spoke about today can inspire anyone that's listening, even if it's one soul or a hundred thousand souls, uh, for me, that's important. And uh, I really want to thank you for the invitation, Mark. Yeah. I don't think things happen for in our coincidences uh we were meant to have this show uh today absolutely and uh it's a reflection that you're doing things amazingly in the same way i'm doing things amazing that's why we're well, we're talking together today and i just think just continue passion and have a lot of patience patience is a key patience, patience is, is key. key yeah it'll put your mind at rest that's for sure so i'm going to put yes. links to uh dieseldorf cafe on eduardo's show notes page here and how about citric studios do you have a website for your brand there as well yeah it's citricmedia.com citricmedia media.com and then the coffee is dieseldorf.coffee there we go. I'll put a link to that on Eduardo's show notes page. You got to get yourself a cup of uh, this coffee. I can't wait for. I'm going to. I'm going to offer everyone on Cars yeah, uh, a discount. So I'll, wow. I'll send you the code. Okay. So the code is going to be Mark Cars Yeah. Okay. That's the discount code. And it's right. on our website. So on your checkout, you just type in Mark Cars Yeah. yeah. All one word. Yeah. There we go. Mark Cars Yeah, and then you can get a fifteen discount on wow. any of our copies well what a deal there we go yes. so listeners uh check them out get yourself a fine uh cup of coffee from dieseldorf cafe and if you're lucky enough to be at the quail i'll be there Are you going to be there this year eduardo Yes, we will. Well, we'll, be, Eduardo we'll be catering the And I will the- be there enjoying a cup of coffee together. So uh, look forward to that experience coming up very soon. Thank you, Thank you for spending some time with me today, for sharing your story. This was great fun. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the quail. Yes, we will see each other soon. All right. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. This was fun. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!